I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the second... Ooh, oh, God. Yeah, ooh. No, I'm the audience. You have oh, to talk okay, over the so audience yeah. when they do... No, I'm going to do that thing that um, they do in Married with Children where I just wait for the audience <laughs> to stop clapping so I can say my funny <laughs> line. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll have what she's having. I don't know. I couldn't think of a one line. Hey, it's Seb. Um, yep, welcome to the, the show. I ruined it. I yep. shamalized it. <laughs> <laughs> Way overproduced and very little thought went into this. I'm Andy Schossler, if you don't already recognize the voice. And we have no Alex because he's a big old Freddy cat who ran to North Queensland to avoid a spooky movie. Exactly right. A series of spooky movies. Yeah. Can't believe exactly he right. skipped four movies in the last six weeks. Oh, has he? Yeah. What, is, what did we... He missed both it, chapter one and the oh, um, miniseries. I don't remember doing those without him. No, because so he was with us for We just did two. it last month. Yeah. yeah. He's just the worst host known to man, really. So <laughs> if you're <laughs> catching the variety out for the very first time, actually we just bring something that we've all consumed over the past, uh, past little while. Some sort of media, a game yeah. or... Something we want to put over or bury, just depending on, you know, what, <laughs> if it's good or if it's bad. Um... Probably going to go for a little bit shorter today, just given that we are a person down, but them's the breaks, kid. Hey, it happens. It does happen. Apparently, more often than six weeks. weeks. <laughs> more often than you expect. So we'll, we'll, we'll try, but we're not going to fill dead air just for the sake of a time if the quality is not there. Hear that, Shamala? <laughs> the quality's not there. We're not going to do it. Sorry, yeah. we're bitter. Although this is coming out the wrong point because I'm doing this bitter attack after the sixth sense, the good one. I've been, no, I've been bitter. I've been bitter the whole week because I've been dreading the Shyamalan films. No, The Sixth Sense was fun. Well, not fun yes, is the wrong was. word. It was, but I was dreading it because I knew the happening was panned as a bad film. I hadn't seen it before we did the review, mm. but I knew it had a reputation. I've not seen it, but from my understanding, The Last Airbender is the worst of the bunch. I've, I've no attachment to, the, to the, the TV show either. The Nostalgia Critic review of it is... Insanely funny. Okay, well, good to know. But I'm, I'm, I'm. They'll be going into that one blind. I've yeah. not seen that. I've not seen the TV show. So I mean, maybe it's worse. It sound people tend to are hate you, it, but the show was very well loved. So it's. Are you, are you generally a fan of anime and manga? Yeah, it depends on the show. It's. Yeah. I watch a couple here and there, but I'm not like. I'm not. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a <laughs> filthy weeb. <laughs> Am I saying it right? <laughs> I know of a few, but I've never watched an episode of them. Yeah. I mean, like, 
I know, I know people get fanatical about it the same way that I do about um, model trains. And I f- love model trains. Okay, I was a joke. I just named something that I, I thought would be really boring and you trains. got into it. <laughs> I, went to, I went to Germany uh, as a part of, part of my honeymoon. Mm-hmm. We were sailing out of Hamburg to do a cross-Atlantic from Southampton to, uh, to New York. Mm. But the ship, we, we joined in Hamburg to do a couple of days uh, to Southampton before. And Hamburg has um, a miniature Wunderland, Ooh. which is all model trains. Some sort of miniature um, wonderland, if you will. They, they have an <laughs> airport. They have a miniature airport with planes landing and taxiing and taking off. Oh. It's brilliant. Are they, like on, the are they like on cables? No, no. It's, it, it's sort of done on, on, on a track. With a, with a telescopic arm, so the plane does lift up and, and can tilt around yeah. and such. So um, it does it, it does have a track that it goes through, and uh, it has like this, you know, like in, in in airports where you have the conveyor belt, and they've sort of got this um, frilly um, bit of felt or plastic or something that all the bags come through, mm-hmm. so you can't see to the other side. They do the same trick for the for the planes. So it's just painted to be clouds, but then the, the plane kind of comes through it and and it flaps up. Okay. Like, you know, like, like, like wings as well. It's, it's, it's a bit of a show, but then the planes land and they taxi around, they move around the airport. It's brilliant. But, the, but they've got multiple displays of trains and thing, little model trains running about. Cars dri- driving around as well, all, all done with, you know, magnets uh, underneath the thing. So there's nothing visible driving them around, but it's all, you know, done under the surface. It's brilliant. It's wonderful. And there are pickpockets there. So oh, okay. Well, that's, keep that's, your, that's good. Keep everything zipped up and, and tight. Oh, yeah. It's a big tourist trap. But it's fun. It's I, a literal love- trap. The floors are made of honey and <laughs> you will not escape. Um, well, I mean, if you like that stuff, I'm at Chermside, so the, the big shopping center in North Brisbane where we're at, there is a Lego store coming in. Oh. I wasn't sure if that's the kind of thing that would interest you or not. Oh, I, yeah, I it's an official it. Lego store. Yeah. I love all the uh, technic stuff, you know, when you get the gears and, mm. and, and the, and the um, motors involved in, in Lego things. And some people build some really amazing stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My, my sister got really into, um, I say got, she might still really be into like Lego, but she's just like, hey, I'm going to buy Hogwarts and build that. Okay, so it's, yeah. not, it's not the, you, there's two people. There's the one it's that fun. follows the instruction and yeah. builds the thing on the box. And then there's me. <laughs> it's just like, well, yeah, I mean, I could build a Hogwarts, but yeah. also that could be a big missile. I like both. Yeah, I like getting the instructions and following it and seeing seeing how the thing takes shape, and how it's and how it's built. And I like the freestyle as well. Of yeah, here's a box of Lego, and I'm just gonna you know have a bit of a play. Yeah, I mean themed Lego like the Harry Potter Lego for me is like really uninteresting for me. I'd rather yeah. just the plain stuff that you can. It's it's like basic Minecraft, just build what yeah. you want sort of thing. If but there's if there's any theme stuff I would ever go for, it would be the Star Wars. So you know, gonna get one of them big old Millennium Falcons or yeah, they're expensive. They are expensive. And the Death Stars? No, too big. I would. I wouldn't get those. Yeah, it'd be fun to build. Like if if what I. What do you do with it? What do you do with it? Where do you fucking put the Death Star? I mean, once you once you build it, you get you get all the excitement out of building it. Then to do anything with it, you either display it and ruin the whole reusability of, of the Lego, or you have to sit there and take the whole. Some thing people apart. glue their Lego together. Oh my god. How do you, why? So you, Just you buy could, a model of whatever it is you want to display. No, I want an 8-bit model, <laughs> or a 16-bit model, apparently, of the Death Star. I want a big ball that also looks like it's kind of a cube at the same time. I don't know. People are, yeah. I mean, I, it's fine. I can appreciate liking the art style, I guess. I would also be like, just buy a model. Yeah. Just build a model. Right. Go to the model shop. Glue that one yeah. together. What is interesting, I, I, I was in 
New York once and I went to the Lego shop there. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a huge Lego shop, but one of the exciting things about it is that yeah, there are these like life-size models of you know buildings and Godzilla and, and, and things like that. They're really impressive to see how people have created those. You know, Part of me, whenever I see like pictures of those in like Lego stores, I'm like, is that actually individual Lego pieces? Or <laughs> no, they are. They genuinely are. Or is it just a, a funky statue? And it's all hollow on the. I mean, I assume they're hollow. It's on the inside. It's probably hollow on the inside, but, but sometimes is, yeah, you might need to make it um, uh, solid just to get to just to get the the you know if it's if it's an arm reaching out or something. Yeah, there was another e- exhibit I saw. I can't remember the guy's name. It was like Nathan Sayavant or something. Mm. But he made art out of Lego. He did okay. really interesting stuff. Like there was, there, there's one I remember of, it's just ha- half a body of, of a guy swimming, mm. right? So it's freestyle and one arm is out, outstretched. Another arm kind of has his elbow up and his legs are sort of half in and half out of the water. It, the, the table surface is supposed to be the water. Okay. So you can't see the bottom half. And just all built out of Lego. Everything he does is built out of Lego. And it's f- beautiful. Yeah, it's interesting. Some of the art he does is just beautiful. What's his name? It's Nathan's like say event or someone. I, it's 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 a weird, weird. I can't quite remember it. I'll look it up I'll, I'll be, yeah. after the show's up, but I'll pop it into the notes of anyone that's interested. But I'll have to obviously idea. find his name. So Nathan's say or something. Let like me that. look it up. In fact, while you talk about whatever. Listen, I've, I've had a really a low key week where I have um, been watching a lot of Penn and Teller Fool Us. I love that show. It's a really it's a really good time. Um, so if you're unfamiliar with the show somehow, it's been running for, I think they're on the sixth season at the moment. It originally started off actually as an English production, but set in Vegas. And then it got kind of revamped into a, into a full statesy version. Nathan Sawaya. Oh God, that's S-A-W-A-Y-A. S-A-W-A-Y-A. I should know that because I bought a mug. Of Lego? And when you type in Lego Exhibit Nathan... Into YouTube, uh, the first, the first hit that you get is Lego Art Exhibit Tour Part One, and it just you know is somebody filming the exhibit oh, sorry. as it goes along. It's That's yeah, handy. it's brilliant. Somebody um, really going to town with with Lego art. So yeah, Penn and Teller fool us. The six years been running. The premise is, um, it's only like a half hour show each week, but um, magicians go on onto stage in front of Penn and Teller the. You know, Vegas magicians and a live audience. They do their act. They do a trick. If Penn and Teller can, they get one guess effectively to work out how the trick is done. Yeah. If they work it out, great, they win. <laughs> if they don't, that person gets to open for them as a yeah. like on their Vegas show at some stage. Which and they we, come we back for the, for the finale of the Grand Fool or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. So you get like three, generally three different magicians every week doing just a variety of different tricks. So you get like it's just from that pure. <laughs> I mean, if you like the variety hour, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, and then at the end of every episode, Penn and Teller do a trick themselves. It's just magic. It's just yep. watching magic. And some of the shit you see is just fucking it's incredible. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw one recently of, of a guy with the sponge balls, mm. right? He, he was sort of saying that he's the guy who, you know, made something real out of, out of uh, Penn was saying, you know, every, every magician, it's the first trick they learn to do with the sponge balls. And he was just um, saying how this guy elevated it to this beautiful new act that he'd never imagined could could be possible. I kid you not, know, I actually watched that one this morning while oh, waiting great, for you yeah. to get here. This, He's good. He He's had good. like the the sound bowl with the yes. the little ding thing. I can't even describe it, but yeah. And and new balls appear there. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. A, it was a really good time. Um, there's a couple of peep acts on there I'd like to point out, but honestly, I can't remember all the names. But no. if you just search "Fool Us" on YouTube, 
It's a good show. Gibbler's uploading shitloads of like individual acts as well. So, Penn Gillette is a very interesting guy, and he's got yes. his fingers in many, many pies. I uh, first discovered them when they were doing the magic, but I quite enjoyed. Did, did you ever watch Penn and Teller's bullshit? I watched episodes of uh, it, not yeah, all of it. Okay. Yeah. So they did eight seasons of that. Yeah. Um, on Showtime, I don't know where that's available now. Um, but Showtime is distinct from HBO, so even yeah. if you have Foxtel, I don't think you would have access to it necessarily. I've seen it on YouTube. Oh, yeah, there, there are episodes available on YouTube. Um, but that was a great show where they sort of debunk widely held um, shows. And it's a comedy show as well. You know, it's not meant to be taken entirely seriously. Um, but it, Pen, Pen Gillette, just as he, as he talks, as he um, works, things, works things out and takes you through them, is a very interesting guy. I love hearing him talk about magic. Just about how, not how magic tricks are done specifically, mm. just about how it is a craft and how, you know, there is there is an art to doing something repetitively for a thousand or ten thousand times. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's when the real act starts to starts to come out. At least his version of, of how, magic, uh, how magic works. Everybody does it a little bit differently. And there are different schools of thought. So there was a game that they brought out. I'm trying to find the year. <laughs> Desert Boss? Yes. You familiar with it? Yes, I've heard of it. I've never played it, but I've heard of oh, it. I, why would you want to play <laughs> it? Um, I'm just jumping on to this directly from the wiki itself. So in 1995, Penn and Teller produced a video game for the Sega CD called Smoke and Mirrors, but the publisher went bankrupt before it could be released. One of the mini games on that was called Desert Boss which has been faithfully restored here for the Nintendo Wii. So it was actually <laughs> modernized. The aim of Desert Bus is to drive from Tucson, Arizona to Las Vegas, Nevada. The full trip is 360 miles long, which must be completed without stopping. The bus can only reach 45 miles an hour and pulls to the right ever so slightly. The only thing you're likely to see on the road besides desert floors are scattered bus stops, which you can stop at and open the door of the bus. Note that you probably won't find anyone waiting. It is a desert after all. Driving off with the door open is not allowed as it would be a safety violation. Um, so effectively, you're, you're, you're stuck driving a bus in real time that has a wheel that it ergs to the right, so you can't even just like put it down and let it be. <laughs> their um, whole their whole act in the eighties was just trolling people. Absolutely, and it was hilarious. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm trying to find the exact time, but effectively, I think it's four hours because you you drive there eight, for four eight hours, hours, 300, 360 back. miles. Oh, oh, and and back, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is the return trip that you do, but maybe it is eight hours each way because whatever it is, it's double. Yeah, and you can't save. You can't, can't save, save the game along. <laughs> I remember, you can't even pause it, can you? In this one, I don't think. Well, I mean, you just pull over the, and. Oh yeah, the, the, the full going, trip yep. will take eight hours. No, you can't pause the game. Yep. Cool, and it's a return <laughs> trip. So yeah, they did that. Um, and let me tell you, there's not a good bonus waiting for you if you do finish it. It's nope. just, um, <laughs> it's just. But um, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yep you you did your job for the day. <laughs> You done it, like that's yay. Um, as a bus driver, Andrew, yes, is this any way appealing to you? Yeah, for eight hours. Yeah, well, without I, pausing. I mean, the the fun part of driving a bus is actually driving, driving a bus. Uh, I mean, you know, the simulators never do it any justice. Yeah, especially on the Wii mode. It's not. It's not even like your. You have the uh, the wheel to. I mean, that's what you have those little add-ons. You can put the wheel around it yeah. and all that. And they kind of add, but it looks like you steer with the buttons on this one, not with the motion controls. Look, I'm I'm the sort of guy who bought Truck Simulator, and I enjoyed 
you know, playing that. I, I still do it. It's mm. not a favourite game, but it's a nice way to pass a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a business element to it as well, which is a fun part of the game. Yeah. I don't yeah, mind those management do, sort of things. Yeah, you do genuinely have to drive simulated uh, distances, you know, on an actual road with actual traffic and you're... You take damage, you get speeding fines if you're speeding. I was going to say, yeah. It's a good game. Can you, if you hit a car, is it like game over or you just have a damaged truck now and you're going to pay the the car damages? How does it all work? Oh, yeah. You do get get fined for damages and things like that. And there's a repair bill that you have to pay once you're, and, and, with your truck being damaged, it does take, you know, maintenance hits as well over, over distance. Um, But especially if you damage it, uh, there'll be a repair bill, and that will affect your performance. Are as well. there pedestrians? Can you no, hit people? No, no, it's not. It's not that. Um, it's not GTA. It's not GTA. <laughs> <laughs> How many hookers can you pick up? <laughs> Surprisingly, that's not a part of the game. Oh, shocking. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's anyway. Pan and Tellers fool us. If you haven't seen it, just literally just chuck it on YouTube. There's almost hundreds of videos now. Like everyone, you know, basic season lengths, three magicians a season, an episode, six seasons. Like there's heaps. So if you're in the mood for some good old magic, that's the one. <laughs> I actually did learn a magic trick, not from that show. Oh yeah, just coincidentally this week. And um, can you do it? Yeah, but it takes it takes like a couple of minutes. I, I will do it in the intermission between this okay. episode oh, and our right, next right, recording. Right, 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 right. Um, I just wanted to get my reaction live on. I him. considered that last night. I was like, <laughs> but it takes so long to do. It would just be dead air while I'm like getting cards shuffled and this and that, and that. I can waste your time. I don't waste their time. You can M. Waste Night Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what we can do it as a we can do it as a post credit, where where this is the show. It's done. It's over. Yep. If you want to stick around, <laughs> <laughs> <get> my <laughs> this is on you now. It is. It is definitely a visual <laughs> trick. I don't think it will be captured in. in oh my God, Seb! You did it. You're I, the greatest magician in the world. <laughs> see that? Thank you. You're welcome for us cutting to it. Um, so now there you go. All right, what do you I've, have, Andrew? I've had a bit of a bits a week as well, where I've haven't gone out of my way to watch anything in particular. I've really just been watching um, YouTube YouTube channels uh, mm. of funny things or just thing to to take up the time. But I, I there were a few that um, I wanted to spread the news about. Um, as seasoned listeners will know, I'm a bit of a sucker for um, some good old Reddit posts for. Uh, malicious compliance. Um, uh, and that's, that's the and one I was trying to remember the other day. Malicious compliance. Holy shit! Malicious compliance is probably my favorite. Entitled. We have not remembered so. that Star Wars kid's name yet. This is no, out of order. Okay. <laughs> so if you're listening to this after you've heard our Sixth Sense thing, we know we still haven't worked out his freaking name, and we still haven't by the time the happening comes. Apparently, out yeah, because then we recorded the happening before we did this, so everything's out of sync. So Lloyd. Lloyd. Lloyd is a part of his name, I'm sure. I should just we should just look it up, man. No, we can't now. It's the challenge. It's I'm embarrassed that I don't know it. We should know it. Christopher Lloyd's the only one that's coming to name, and it's obviously not Haley Joel Lloyd. Billy Lloyd? That's that's why I kept on saying Billy Elliot. And Sam Elliot, just for fun. Billy Lloyd? <laughs> Ian McDonald Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one? <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Christopher Lambert Lloyd. No, oh, no so, yeah, sorry, this is very out of order. <laughs> For your own personal chrono- uh, chronolo- uh, chronology, Sixth Sense, The Happening, this episode, next week's Variety Hour. I don't think we'll have it by next week either. I know, but I just don't want it to not make sense to people. I, I shouldn't have mentioned this episode. I knew this would be... Look, if, you're, if you have listened to The Happening review... We don't work it out then. No, no, no. But by the time the Variety Hour after The Happening comes out, we will at the end of the ap- ap- that episode... 
If we haven't worked it out, we will look it up and yep. be embarrassed Unle- on air for you. Unless we just work it out now. Shit, Star <gasps> kid. How can it have eluded? I, I mean, I know we know it because we've seen the name. We've we've said the name out loud. Yeah, it's just because he didn't do anything after it. I know. I guess. Anyway, sorry, what have you been? You had a bits a week. Malicious compliance was the thing that sorry triggered this because that's the name I couldn't remember from the Reddit so post. I like, I like those posts. A lot of people do them where they read out... You know, they they find a selection of the best Reddit stories under the, under those uh, tags. So I found another channel called MK E M K A Y, and he also has a few um, a few posts from from malicious compliance and entitled parents and choosing beggars and things like that. Mm. But he goes off into other things that are mostly visual gags. But he kind of reads through them and tries to work out the jokes as well. It's it's kind of funny. So. Uh, Part of the things he does are um, uh, r slash mildly infuriating, mm-hmm. which is really just a, a, a post of um, poorly designed, poorly designed uh, uh, things or you know, thing things in life that that don't quite work the way they should. You know whether it's packaging that doesn't quite line up. Mm. You know with a with a the hole for the for the straw in a in a, in a juice box or something doesn't quite line up with where it's painted to be. Um, you know, just little things like that, or, or spoons that are slightly, you know, off off center, it's or like, sort of like or a mostly irritating for people that have like OCD yeah, tendencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorts of, yeah, tiles that are rotated the wrong way, or you know, little things, or tiles placed yeah. the wrong way, little things like that. Um, like right now, how I'm flipping out because <laughs> all the the acoustic foam behind you has is not perfectly in line and it's squares so it breaks my soul whenever I see it. Yeah, but it's fine. There's certain patches I can look in yeah, that I are know, fine and then other ones I can look in which are not fine. And you know it's there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so aware it hurts. So there's also r slash asshole design and crappy design which are genuinely ways that, uh, you know, especially marketers have gone out of their way to create something truly awful. You know, like um, like apps that give you that, that don't give you a no option for something. It's yes, I'd really love that, or you know, okay, sure, I'll take it or whatever, mm. and you don't get a, a genuine no option, mm. um, or just uh, okay, you can have this option in, in this app, but you have to get friends to subscribe to it in order to to get Ugh. access to yeah, crappy things like and and all sorts of other design related things that really are just um, they they're being a prick about it. It's it's not that somebody screwed up. Uh, or, or didn't think it through. No, these are deliberate ways in which somebody is trying to trying to mess with you and make things you know difficult. Yep. Putting up paywalls where where there shouldn't be paywalls. Um, another favorite of his that uh, that I found is there was r slash there was an attempt. Okay. Which is um, which is a nice one. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 maybe not times when somebody has genuinely made a mistake. Sometimes it is just a little bit of negligence, but they've followed through. In a way that <laughs> they perhaps shouldn't have, should have just stopped and corrected themselves, um, but have still followed through with it. And, okay, yeah, there was an attempt to do it. Uh, I think <laughs> one of the one of the thumbnails for one of those episodes is that famous shot. I don't know what movie it's from, but you know the one of the of the of the lady. I'm sure it's been memed to hell of the lady holding the gun with a scope, and it's her eye over the scope that's closed. Oh yeah, so, so that's yeah. Those things, you know, there, there was an attempt. So again, yep. she she followed through with it, but perhaps in a way that should have yep. been. Like you been tried, avoided. yeah. But, mm. <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, and reluctantly saying this, another guilty pleasure. I love r slash Tinder of 
you know people's people's Tinder posts. Oh yeah. Of um of either of either bios that, that people have found screenshots or screenshots of of, of conversations. Yep. Um, that yeah, either uh, are a win, a, an incredible win, or you know it's it's calling out somebody for you know <laughs> not living up to their profile or by you know taking a joke too far. Some of them are good, some of them bad. You know, it's a it's a, it's a win lose kind of thing. Um, it's a good bit of fun. So that's MK is is the channel, E M K A Y. Lots of fun for what he does. Um, another channel I quite like. A good comedian, English comedian, who does has, has a few series on his. Uh, they're all kind of ten minute, fifteen minute videos. Yeah. Um, but he's got a few series. the The channel is Jay Foreman, F O R E M A N. Mm. Really good comedian. He does um, music as well. He does he does songs. I think he's got a regular. I don't know if he's got a regular spot or he's just a recurring guest on one of the breakfast talk shows mm. um, in in jolly old England. Uh, and he just does funny songs for them, and his songs are good too. He's a good, he's a talented musician. He plays the he plays the guitar and he sings, and he's got some rather funny and at times uh, thought provoking <laughs> songs, but generally funny. His um a, a few of his a few of his channels uh, a few of his series that I quite like, um, politics unboringed. So in all of his in all of his shows. He is being funny. They are a comedy show. So he's he, he's a typical Englishman in his comedy. It's all a little bit absurd, all a little bit surreal. Um, but he does lay out genuine facts, but does it in a very fun way. Yeah, I quite like him. It's entirely you know, suitable with, with my sense of humour. Mm. Politics Unboring, he talks about... Um, different political concepts like uh, what's the important... What's, what's the role of the Queen? Um, you know, when do people... How, how can people vote? How can you become a member of the House of Lords? Uh, things like that. Okay. He's exploring little little unanswered questions like that. Uh, Map Men is perhaps my favourite. I've heard of that of, one. Of what he does. It's he and his, he and his friend, uh, and I, his friend's name escapes me. It shouldn't because he's also a very talented uh, comedian in his, in his own right. But Map Men, they um, take a map mm. <laughs> and just talk about, talk about the weird things about some maps. So one one of the episodes they have is talking about how map makers uh, have this tendency to include false facts on their maps as a way of um, catching out people who are copying. Oh yeah, uh, copying yeah. their maps, so they can then you know if the, if the court case ever comes about, they can then point to it and say, look, on our maps, we've called this street, you know, it's Ham Street, but we've left off the extra M, so we've just spelt it H A M, whereas in reality it's H A double M. And on their map, it's also spelled H-A-M, so they must have copied our map yep. because we made that mistake. Or we, we, we made up that place. Australia's not yes. real. You know? Yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> There's a wonderful story they, they, they tell of a genuine map maker who invented uh, the town of Aglo on, on, on their map as a way of sort of uh, catching out, catching out you know, map thieves mm. to try and copy their work. Uh, somebody built a general store in that area and not knowing what to call it, they looked at a map and saw that the place name was Aglo, so they called it the Aglo General Store. Somebody copied their map, and when it came to the court case, they they got off on it. They weren't um, uh, the 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 charge didn't didn't stand. They copied the map because they said no no. There's a general store there called the Aglo General Store, and a town has sprung up around it, so it actually does exist. 
so the thing that you use to catch out thieves now actually exists. It's no longer. So it's no longer is something. Is there actually you made a up. legit town called Agler now? Well, yeah. Well, oh, I mean, or whatever a, it is, yeah. It's it's just a place name. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a oh. nice little story. So Mapman explores all the you know weird things that happen with maps and and and, and borders. Is it, this is on YouTube, is it? Yes, it's Excellent. all it's all on YouTube. Wonderful. And um, the last one of his, again, perhaps the most um, the one I enjoy the most, just because it's fascinating. How I find it incredibly fascinating how places evolve, uh, the reasons why cities look the way they they do, and all the and all the politics and uh, geography and finance and other circumstances that go into shaping how, how a city looks is unfinished London. Mm. And that talks about all sometimes all the all the weird projects that um, weren't finished or, or just highlighting the reason why they are the way they are. Yeah. You know, like Heathrow is a good example. Why is Heathrow Airport so busy but so small? It's because, largely because the city kind of grew around it before it had a chance to expand, yep. before it had a reason to expand. And it's also the reason why there are six airports around London, whereas most other major cities just have one big airport, where London has six. Look at them go. I know. Mm. <laughs> and, and, and why the motorways are the way they are, and why London doesn't have good motorways. It's all very fascinating. Yeah. In, in that you love your city building, don't you? I love, I love this sort of unknown history, this sort of un. I guess un, unfinished history because mm. it's 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 the history of unfinished projects or, or forgotten projects. Okay, I do like that, and I'm happy to say, College Humor. On uh, I'm not subscribed to Dropout TV, but I, I should. Yeah, that's good come, stuff. They've come out with a new series that I've been watching recently, and I saw an ad for it on YouTube as well, which mm. was remarkable because I, I I didn't know Dropout TV advertised on YouTube, but they do. Um, new series called Breaking News. Where they, <laughs> where uh, four of the of the college humor cast it changes week to week, um, or however often they're 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 released, but they all sit down to be like a news team, except it's not improvised, but they're all reading from the teleprompter for the very first time, and the yep. object of the game is to not laugh, and it's hilarious. It's it really is good. There was this one I watched from them. Oh no, what is its name? Seb. Can't remember now, but it was making fun of this little Italian man, who's um, he's been forced to carry on his family's like cooking techniques. He's a baker. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like a dessert, specifically, he's a dessert maker, and he wants to try something different. And it's like looking into like the origins of certain foods and stuff. Okay. But it's it's still a comedy. It's hard to describe because the first episode kind of basically sets up the premise of the show, but I don't know how much they're going to continue on with that, whether or not it's the same person or where they go place to place i'm unsure okay. currently but it's about this old italian man who you know in his family has no electricity and like he's now in the modern era but he wasn't allowed to oh. even get a fridge as part of what wow. they're doing and stuff okay. and how he's having to stick by these old things and the whole thing is built up like it's a story about like no he's gonna break off and he's gonna do something <laughs> different and in the episode he does and he makes like a tiramisu cupcake and you think like oh it's his crowning moment he's finally broken off and made something, you know, different and everyone's just like, what the fuck are you doing? How <laughs> dare you break tradition? You think you're better than generations of mm -hmm. you know, your relatives and all that, blah, blah, blah. And they pan him and he's like, I don't know what to do now because I tried saying different and it was bad, but what I'm doing is killing me. <laughs> and yeah, so it's just a, a nice little doco style thing. But yeah. So would you recommend Dropout TV? It's also it's like five bucks a month. So yeah, yeah, it's cheap. I enjoy it. There's, um, okay. I really enjoyed um, 
Oh, I, 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 I don't know what it's called, but they've got a um, sort of high school role play game that they do on there, isn't it? Yeah, um, Brandon hosts those. They're, they're yeah. okay. Um, I don't listen to that much D&D sort of thing at the moment just because I'm flooded with it. <laughs> um, the reels are a really good one where Ali and um, Grant were competing to get money taken off of their college fees. They're okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I remember you talking about Total this. Total forgiveness. Yeah, I've yeah. mentioned before. Um, having now seen that to its conclusion, great show. Okay. Really do. I don't like reality TV. It was effectively reality TV, though. So if you don't like that stuff at all, maybe not for you, but I don't like that stuff at all, and I enjoyed this. I like the reality TV format for comedy shows. Yeah. I think that can work very well. But it was just like... If you do this terrible thing, you win your money, and then you but you also challenge me to do a terrible thing. Yeah. And if I don't do mine, you get both money, you get all of it. Yeah. So it's you want to challenge them, but you also it's you know it's a bit of game theory. <laughs> you want to fuck them off so much they destroy you next week. Yeah. Because every week there's more money on up for grabs too. So you want to be kind, but you also <laughs> want a chance that that money's going to come to you. And also speaking of um, college humor, I've discovered this week um, TikTok. Sort of the successor to Vines. I oh guess. yeah, yeah, the music it's, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's an app with you know people who post short videos and Sam Rush from uh, from College Humor. The uh, Sam the bearded guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's on TikTok. He's oh, got it. He? Yeah, I think his handle is Sam Sample. Oh, okay. He's funny. Actually, really he's, like he's him. very funny. His videos are this, good. I think I've mentioned before there was this great thing they did where it was like a retelling of The Shining with yes. the College Humor cast. Yeah, and <laughs> that was he, good. He plays like Scatman Crawlers coming yeah. to save them all. It's, it's good stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, I reckon we'll leave it there. Eh. Done. Yeah. Let's Join us next week when we have remembered and worked out the name of what's his name, Lloyd. Shit. Yeah. From. Uh, I keep saying Lloyd. It might not be Lloyd. I think it is though. I'm absolutely certain Lloyd is a part of his name. In fact, I think his surname is Lloyd. Oh, I assumed it was a surname. Yeah. But there's someone that's just screaming at us now. I know, for, and for the and has been for the last two weeks. Well, I want you to know you're going to be screaming at us on Monday when the happening comes out because <laughs> we still didn't work. We still didn't yeah. work it out then. <laughs> so good luck. Um. All right. Uh. Facebook exists, is what Alex would say right about now. Yes. Instagram also exists. Check us out at Second Take Podcast. And you can check us out on Twitter at Second Take TNC. Facebook is where we do most of our interaction. Yeah, yeah. It's just, honestly, I'm lazy and running three (laughs) social medias is ridiculous. Um, All right. We can check our website out, secondtakepodcast.com. 300 plus episodes of, uh, of stuff up there at the moment. Um, you can also hit us up with an email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash second take. We'll see you on Monday for the happening. You're welcome. You're <laughs> so you're all welcome. No one's to blame for that one. <laughs> Except Shyamalan. Yeah, Shyamalan's to blame. That, that's why it's on the schedule. <laughs> Shyamalan did it. All right. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.